0: Well, here we are again, another uh, Dream Stories podcast.
1: Yes, Michael and Lisa French with you, talking about dreams and just hanging out and spending some time with you.
0: Yeah, you have a nice radio voice, Michael.
1: Well, that's what they say. I don't know. I am I did radio when I was in college,
0: actually. You
1: did, didn't you? I did. I had a Sunday morning radio show. Where at? Jacksonville State University. I had a... a, a I did the uh I wasn't actually doing a media a degree, but I just enjoyed it and went and hung out and helped at the radio station for a while and I said, You wanna do a radio show? And
0: And you did it. I
1: did it. Yeah, it was a lot and of fun.
0: Every once in a while I'll say, What's that song on the radio? And you'll go, I have no idea. But sometimes you'll say is that so-and-so? And I'll say, yeah, because I like to do trivia on who's singing what's yeah, I
1: usually don't remember all that stuff. Oh, no. so. That's
0: okay, though. So uh, a- speaking of Jacksonville State University, you had a dream one time, didn't you, about...
1: I had a major dream one time about Jacksonville State. Uh, uh, it was a dream that I actually was a directional dream if you want to categorize it for our lives for yeah. for the two of us really. Yes. It was combined with a dream you had, or really kind of what I'd say was a night vision to, yeah. to make a major change in our our life.
0: Yeah, our ministry really yeah. wasn't it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for folks we haven't talked about this a lot. For folks who don't know, for about almost twenty years I pastored a church in Birmingham, Alabama called The Bridge. And we had been pastoring that church for Uh, Well, 16 and a half years, 16 and three quarters years at the time of the dream, right? Oh oh, yeah. That we made the changes at the 17 year mark, almost to the day.
0: It was to the Sunday. It was to the Sunday (laughs) day, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: We began pastoring on a Sunday, the first Sunday of January, um, 1998, Yeah, 97, 98, something, whatever it was, 17 years later. Yes we stopped pastoring yeah. and it was because of a dream.
0: Yeah. And you know, I,
1: well, I still pastor, I just pastor different kind of people. I yeah. pastor leaders. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, pastor, yeah, was, pastors I pastor, pastor, pastors, leaders. I yeah. leaders. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Well, the, the thing that, um, you know, I uh, referred to a scripture in one of our podcasts that, you know, too, too much dreaming, too much talking, you know, basically it's not a good thing. You need to fear the Lord. You, you, you can't do a lot of dreaming and think, okay, I don't have to have any type of understanding and then just talk about dreams. You know, I mean, it's it can be too weighty sometimes and almost too heavy in an area. I've met people before, and you've probably met people before, that all they want to do is talk about their dreams, and they just live by them, and it's just something they think of all the time, and they feel like if they don't get an interpretation that their life can't move forward, and... And that's not the case, you know. Well,
1: we, we don't live by our dreams, but there are times like this situation where the dreams, where, where things have been stirring in your life. And there's an unrest or a recognition of change or just various things. And a dream comes along, and it's that last piece that tips the scale that that says, this is what God wants, or this is what you need to do, or this is where you're going.
0: I love that example that you just gave. It's just something that tips the scales because we really need to be looking at many things when we're listening to God, right? We should not go on just one dream. You know, we, I think we have to be looking at Holy Spirit revealing things to us, other believers confirming something in us. Um, there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. Uh, I think this actually ties into our previous podcast where we talked about, um, you know, are dreams legitimate? And I don't think you should always go on just a dream. And I don't think we had. Like, we talk about how this particular dream and one of the dreams that I had led us to make a decision that was a should have been something that most people would have mauled over for years. And when I look back, we had. We, we, had, had, yeah, we been had been praying for years. We had been praying, you know, that God would show us what to do. Um, that we would find some way to transition from the church we we were currently to what he wanted it to be. And so, you know, we put somewhat of a fleece out there, but that fleece had been <laughs> For so long We sort of forgot about it in a way
1: We had and, you know?
0: and so it was like Okay here we are doing our daily thing And I wake up one morning And I had had a dream And you had had a dream But since you mentioned um, Being in radio uh, at Jacksonville State University. You can, you want to tell your dream?
1: Yeah, I can, you know, because it's interesting because I just, you know, usually when we're interpreting dreams, I tell people don't give us background because we just want to hear just the dream. Right. We don't want all the background because if God gives an interpretation of the dream, I don't want anything that could give the dreamer a sense or a feel that I just read their information and told them what they wanted to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but, but in this case, we, the dreams already happened. The interpretation already came and the application was already completed. So, uh, I tell people there are four pieces of dream interpretation. There's the, uh, receiving the dream. That's the revelation, the understanding of the dream, the interpretation, the declaration of what does it mean that you get from somebody, the proclamation and then the application that's, what did it mean what mm-hmm. what came from it so all those pieces are finished in this so i can give some background information first That's okay long statement to say
0: maybe thing. i should tell my dream first <laughs> 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 and i'm serious because Go ahead. Yeah, cause you're, you know i dreamed short. we had been praying about how we would transition and it didn't seem to be things we tried just didn't seem to be happening and so uh one i was in the middle of having I was in the middle of semesters I was in school and you were in nursing school okay yeah I was in nursing school I'm I'm proud of you you're a nurse thank you I appreciate it um I'm
1: proud of you because you did that later in life too yes went back and did that yeah sorry Uh, it's okay
0: (laughs) thank you babe I appreciate it so um I'm I'm in between semesters and so it wasn't normal for me to um be going to work with you but I, I woke up from that morning and and we were getting ready and getting ready to go into work. And you had been very stressed out with some things. And I said, oh, I had an interesting dream last night. But it was very short. And, and of course, bitty. you didn't say, what did you dream last night? Because you just get so tired. Well, I'm afraid <laughs> to say
1: that because then I have to spend an hour listening yeah. to the yes. 27
0: dreams that yes, you
1: dreamed. I'm sorry. That's but anyway,
0: okay. so I said, I dreamed that um, I walked into our, the bank. And our banker was there. And I told him, I said, we're done with the church. I'm. I want. It, I'm giving it back to you, and then he just held his hands out and he goes, "Okay, we just want to help you accomplish what the Lord has put within you to do. So we just want to see you fulfill your call. So okay." So he just took it back. Now, that's not a normal dream.
1: Well, it's not a normal banker either.
0: <laughs> that's wrong. That's exactly what I meant by that. I mean, but you can't just go out walking into a bank and go, "Uh, you know this." multi-million dollar loan i have i don't want it anymore you just can't do that but that the dream was that that was it and so
1: actually i called that even when you had it i said that's more of a night vision you did difference between a vision and a dream dreams need more interpretation visions need less interpretation and that didn't need a lot of interpretation that was saying you're going to have favor if you go if you try and let go of your ministry and let go of the asset, the big building, mm-hmm. they'll be favored with the bank to be able to do that. But we didn't
0: think much about it, though, It's hard to,
1: It's hard to leave a business, a ministry, a church, whatever. If you have a big debt and a big asset that you're responsible for, it's hard to just walk away from that. The bank has some say with whether you walk away from that. Yes. you know. And, and the background I was going to give was that we had been pastoring for 15, 14 or 15 years when we realized – it's time for transition. We began yeah. looking for someone to take over the pastoral role at the church we were pastoring yeah. in, and and had not found it. Right. And, and actually, and actually we had we were, thought
0: we had found it and then it just didn't work out, didn't you come, know, for a number of it reasons. Yep.
1: And, and suddenly yeah. the people we had thought we were going to connect with and would help take over our ministry uh, were actually meeting in our building and you had that dream while they were meeting in mm-hmm. our building and we had totally walked away.
0: Yeah, I mean we were friends with them but we had already decided this was not something we were going to pursue or anything anymore. Right. It, it didn't we walked away
1: from relationship. Just walked uh, away from walked pursuing, away from
0: the joining thought of the joining joining together. together. Right. So so we go so you had a dream too that morning. Same
1: night I had a I had the dream where I went back to my alma mater and I was in I remember the building I was in I was in the Houston Cole Library. And up, in, they used to have – I was the student government president at Jacksonville State, and they used to have – Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Say that
0: again. I, oh,
1: yeah. okay. I was a nurse. Now you're in yeah. okay. so, so we had to search for a new president of the university while I was there. And so I remember the room because I sat on the committee with the board of directors to pick a new president. Literally. Literally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that really happened. And I remember the room we would meet in in the library. And so in my dream – I'm walking into that room in the Houston Cole Library at Jacksonville State University. And I realized that they were looking for a new president of the university. And my first thought was, well, my goodness, they've put me, I've graduated, and they've asked me to come back to be on this committee. And pretty soon I realized or learned that I was the one being considered for the president's job and there was a little like a little controversy over whether I was qualified or could take it or not and and somebody stood up for me and and everything just moved forward and basically I knew that the job was mine if I wanted it Mm. the scene changed and I'm in my new office at the university as president of Jacksonville State University, and I don't know why it stood out to me, but the big thing that stood out to me about my new office is there was a really nice, fancy bathroom there in the office for me to be able to use as the president. I had a you know had a private bath uh, uh, connected to the president's office, and and uh, people were coming to see the new office mm. that I was in. Interesting, and so it was a it was a cool dream. Yeah. So, What is it, your
0: take on that? I mean, do, when you look, I know, but, you know, just for the sake of those you know, listening.
1: Well, I mean, in my interpretation, what I understood the dream to mean was that I was about to move into a new office. Yeah. And that it would be a position that would, there would be some difficulty with but that everything would work out and I would enjoy the new office and there would be basically bathrooms and a lot of dreams. If anybody else out there has dreams about bathrooms, bathrooms very often have to do with cleaning up, getting cleaned up, cleansing and dealing with things, w- washing off or cleaning up, cleaning out toxins or washing off mm-hmm. the things you've been touched by through mm-hmm. the day, you know, the mm-hmm. bathtub or the shower or the toilet, depending on w- which one is involved. And so the dream was I was going to be moving into a new office. It was going to be uh, a, a little difficult, but it would be received and that it, w- it meant that uh, there was going to be a chance to clean up and get some things in order. Yeah, uh, in in my life, not in in, in my ministry. Yeah, uh, when you couple that with your night vision thing, mm-hmm. it kind of sounded like God was saying we might be about to make a change with our ministry. What we had been hoping for, right? But we didn't see come, it in that. Very, we didn't know it. We that didn't way. see it
0: in that moment. Even though you kind of knew, you kind of mm, okay. You interpreted yours. Mm, I interpreted mine. We go to church that day. And through a long chain of events, we don't have time to go through everything right now, but we had meetings. They just popped up, you know. And, at, and they, these were these were not meetings that were planned. They just kind of happened.
1: Actually, I didn't want any meetings to happen because I was stressed out that yeah, day. Yeah,
0: you had several legal appointments. You had uh, you had a leaky roof going on. You had all kinds of stuff, and. um I had to shake you a little bit and say these meetings need to happen, so they did. And through those meetings, through through a turn of events, uh, just talking it was, you know, just talking. We weren't really even. Uh, no one said, "Hey, how about this idea?" It just, it no, just sort I of just what, what unfolded. Happened, we had a
1: good friend who was a life coach who asked me the question, Michael, if you could if you could divide your time out, how much of your time would you spend taking care of the facility, the building? that we were in, and I said, zero. Yeah. You
0: know,
1: no, I, was like, I don't want to take care of the facility. Yeah. I, I how, knew that was true. Yep. And how much time would you spend pastoring? Yeah. And the word came out of my mouth before I could pull it back in because right. I didn't even know I meant it. I said, zero.
0: Now, that shocked me.
1: Yeah. And because his next question was going to be, how much time would you spend uh pastoring pastors or leading, leading leaders. Patria. Right. Which is Patria Ministries is our current ministry. Right. And uh and, and, and what I wanted was hundred percent of my time on that. So it was natural to say zero on the church. Yeah. But when I said it it didn't it didn't feel right. I mean well I'm not saying it did feel right. Oh you it tried to take me. it back. I tried to take it back. Oh you tried
0: first off there was um a negative pressure in the room because everyone <gasps> sucked in like that and yeah. took all the oxygen. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then you were like, well, uh, I mean, uh, uh, and you tried to take it back, and you couldn't. It was already out there. So, But the interesting thing about this is as we're talking, we both have an aha moment. Uh, our light bulbs went off, and we just went, oh, my goodness.
1: We did. And the pastor who we had talked with about the possibility of bringing our ministries together and taking over what we were doing mm-hmm. a year before and had abandoned that Idea. idea completely was sitting in that room mm-hmm. and the life coach says you know what are we why are we sitting here not addressing the obvious right why are we different why are these there two different churches meeting in this building right and it was like uh
0: <laughs> yeah and you know the cool thing is um we you try to figure things out right you try to put put pieces together you try to make things work and they just don't you know but then, when you just let go, there's the suddenlies that happen. And I would say this was a suddenly moment. So, um, you know, again, we weren't just like going. Uh, one of the things I talked about at the beginning of the podcast was let's talk about how dreams can kind of sh- make us um, or, or cause us to look at making some really Point big choices. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wouldn't recommend that people just go into things like this lightly. It's not been easy, you know, for for us to make the, the to make five the transition. Years,
1: five years into that transition, yes, yes. and, and it's still challenging, not is, in a bad way, not in a bad it's way, just still challenging.
0: Well, look, if it's not challenging, you're not growing, right? You know,
1: you so, know what? What I love though is it still just points the way. Mm-hmm. It was not. It was that meeting brought a confirmation. To the dream, which culminated things we had already been feeling and sensing. We already were feeling and sensing things. The time is now. We really need to make this change. You have the night vision, I have the dream. That said, yes, that now is the time. That was confirmation. Then we have the meeting the next day, which we didn't even want to have. Right. Or I didn't want to have. <laughs> and and that was confirmation. And then there was still still another step in that process, because this is the end of December. Yeah. And we've already mentioned we we left pastoral ministry 17 years to the Sunday date that, that we, we began it. Mm-hmm. And And so that was the first Sunday of January that we began. So this is the last of December. You can already tell where the story's going. We were out of ministry within two weeks.
0: Yeah, it was very short.
1: Mm -hmm. And so I went, we had a group of men in the church who were coming by later that afternoon for a time of prayer. And I went to them and I thought, these are leaders in the church, uh, what we would call, what some people would call deacons, others would call elders, but they were the leadership of the church that I was pastoring, and I went to them and I said, guys, I've got to make a very significant decision, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I just want you to to be in prayer with me, what what to do. I need to make a quick decision on something. And I'll never forget, they prayed for a few minutes, and one of the young men, great, great friend of ours, uh, uh, just sort of a spiritual son, somebody we just really think the world of, looks at me, and he says, Pastor, I see you like a marionette that the strings are being cut. That was not a dream, mm-hmm. but it was still a metaphor. Yeah. Just like interpreting a dream, that was easy. Yeah. That was a confirmation. I had felt bound, controlled by having to deal with the building, having to continue. A
0: marionette passing. is somewhat like a puppet, in case you don't yeah. know. It's, yeah. you know, someone a controls it. as has from strings. Above, yeah. right, like Pinocchio.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and so he was saying, "You're going to be free. You can be a real boy."
0: And that was, <laughs> you are know, a real boy. I'm a real boy.
1: <laughs> My nose didn't even grow. <laughs> that was good, babe.
0: My nose should grow. <laughs> I wouldn't snort. You know, um, the cool thing is, is you got to Someone else said something uh,
1: right another, after that. Another, another, another man. If that wasn't enough. No, if that wasn't enough, another man who, again, we have a lot of respect for, good friend. Still a good friend. He and his family. Uh, he he looked at me and he says, "You know, Pastor, I just I, I don't know why I'm saying this, but this wasn't as much metaphor as it was really direct confirmation. Oh yeah, because you know I've I've been saying your dream was like a night vision, and I yes. told you that yes. that morning. My mine was more of a true dream. And he just looks at me and he says. I don't think this is hard. I feel like God is saying in a dream and a vision, he'll confirm it for you. And, you know, he probably saw my eyes go so wide they were as big as, you know, dinner plates because we had just had a dream and a night vision.
0: I remember. I, I wasn't in that because you used to meet with these guys to pray with them, you know. So I wasn't in that meeting, but I remember you coming out and saying, you will not believe the confirmation that I just got. Mm-hmm. about the choice we, we've, we've made today and what we're going to do. So it's been exciting. It's, it's been challenging. But at the same time, and, and we're glad we did it, look where we are now. You know, we're doing podcasts. This is something we probably wouldn't be doing. We are ministering to ministers. And we, I feel like we're really walking in at the season that the Lord has called us into. And Yeah,
1: I mean, if you want to see the fruit of what came from that dream five years ago, you can look at patria men p a t r i a m i n com that's our overall ministry website there's 120 125 pastors and leaders and missionaries and business people who are connected with us that we just sort of love and bless and help in many ways and we pastor them yeah. in many ways they're leaders in their own right all over the world we couldn't have done that if we were continuing to pastor the local congregation. right? It we, we, was no way. You can look at This, Listen to this podcast. Watch one of the Dream Symbols videos on Facebook, mm. on the uh, Dream Stories page on Facebook. You, those things wouldn't be happening right now. That's right. That's if it right. weren't for that decision. It's, that didn't make exciting. it easy. No,
0: and, and we're not trying to glorify something that's been challenging. And when I say challenging, again, we're not saying terribly like we made a bad decision or anything, it's just there are challenges along the way, things that you don't think of ahead of time, you know, emotions that may come up. If you knew up.
1: how hard promotion, advancement, you know, growth was going to be, you'd just hide in a hole most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It's always worth it. Yeah. But we, we're better off probably not knowing how difficult our growing process can be. That's right. And, and I remember as hard as the, Journey has been the first step at that point was easy. We literally went to our church congregation the next Sunday morning, announced that we were leaving ministry in two weeks, in, two, in one week from then. We so went, we, the we, next we went announced morning, it, and announced it,
0: then we had a celebration the next Sunday, and then that next Sunday, we, the next Sunday joined. was the first Sunday yep. joined together, yep, right? Yep.
1: But we joined in. If you remember, at the end of the celebration Sunday, we merged the two church services together and came together. I mean, it was literally that week, that yeah. that quick, a week. But that wasn't, or two weeks or whatever it was, but that wasn't because of one dream.
0: No, it the was. The dream yes.
1: was a catalyst and a part of a bigger picture. The dream gave a specific direction. But we didn't still just jump and go do something because we had one dream.
0: Well, if you think about it, we had already went through this process the year before, thinking we were going to merge with that church. So we had already explored the idea. We
1: had thought. We through. had already we had-
0: explored it. We had already come to emotionally uh, being attached to the idea, and then it didn't happen. We're like, okay, it's, it's not what God had for us in that season. And then there became a second opportunity. Anyway, it's been it's been a beautiful process. And we're still in good relationship with um, the church. You know, yeah. we we love the the pastor there and, and the team that's leading now. We have slowly over the years pulled further and further back. And so, but the one thing I wanted to bring up was, you know, you dreamed that you were uh, moving into Jacksonville State University and your mentor... And friend, good friend, John Paul about to talk passed about the same thing. right after that. I mean, yeah. we we you went to India, I think, and then when you came home, John Paul, this was in February, uh, passed away on your fiftieth birthday, which I thought was interesting. But um, we you- love and miss John Paul. But something was there was a tr- spiritual shift in in the atmosphere. I'd say in the spiritual atmosphere, something happened. You know, uh, we transitioned out of pastoring full-time. And one thing that I remember John Paul telling you one time was, Michael, when you know who you are, do you remember the, yeah. Remember what he told you?
1: When you know who you are, you'll walk in your destiny.
0: Walk in the fullness of your destiny. Yeah. And I think we're really at that place where you do know what your calling is.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and for those people who don't know, let me just make that a little bit even more clear because it's a beautiful picture about dreams and metaphors. In my dream... I was being made president of Jacksonville State University. Now, there were people who thought because John Paul Jackson, my mentor, my spiritual father, had passed away, that meant I was going to take over his ministry. Right. Didn't what it meant. It was a metaphor. Yeah. It meant I was going to walk into an office that would carry forward something he had left in me. That's right. And that's what I do. He had an association of churches and ministries called. Uh, ABC, Association of Bridge Churches, and Patria that I do now, uh, P-A-T-R-I-A, Patria is a Greek word, it means family, is a family of leaders. Very similar. Well, really, he turned over that Association of Churches to me. Yeah. And, and That's a whole other a podcast, fam- right, isn't yeah. it? And it became a family of leaders yeah. from around the world that was a beautiful picture of me stepping into a new office, a new place of authority, something I inherited mm-hmm. from him. So Jacksonville State University said, there's something you're going to receive, because I went there to receive an education. I said, there's something you're going to receive from the one who mentored you, and you'll be able to carry forward. You'll yeah. be able to to have authority in and and, mm-hmm. and pour out of. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, it's an amazing metaphor to me.
0: Yeah. I think that was a really good example of, of how dreams, they should not rule you, but they can be the, the nugget that tips the scale, as you had said earlier. It's just a small yeah. thing that just, Says, hey, pay attention to this. This might be a sign, you know. But it's not the only sign, it's one sign that can cause you to go, "Hey, I may be making a major decision, and maybe this is what the Lord is leading us to do."
1: Yeah, so. and it, it's just—I I, I think it's—it's it's important for us to realize that dreams can have so much value yeah. in our life. Yeah, but we also need to realize they can't dictate our life. Right. I know people, literally, who get up in the morning and they don't want to get dressed unless they've had a dream to tell them what to put on. That's right. And that's taking things too far. That's letting the dream dictate your life when instead what we're talking about is being in a place where the dream stirs up something and uh, allows you to uh, walk out uh, something you've received out of it instead of it being do this because you had a dream. It's oh, the dream gives peace
0: or oh, that's confirmation. Right. Thank you, God, for confirmation. Yeah. yeah, so we're thankful for that, aren't we? That we was, are. That was a really so, cool. process. And I think our time is up. Yeah. So uh,
1: tell people a little bit about how they can uh, get and stay connected with us. And oh stuff. my! God. I know I put it on you all of a sudden. At the <laughs> you end. can go
0: to www. Not www.
1: I like www.
0: Okay, www. MyDreamStories.com.
1: That's it. That's right. <laughs> You can you can You can
0: drop us a note on there. You can a dream ask a there. question. Yeah, see about having a dream interpreted. You that can sounds donate great.
1: and help support what we're doing. We appreciate
0: well, so. your prayers. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sharing. If you if you like what you hear, you can you can share it on uh, Facebook or I don't know where else can they share it?
1: I'll share it through the podcast apps, the different podcast apps. They can share, they can rate us there. Mm-hmm. They can leave us a comment on Facebook. They can like our Facebook page. All kinds of things. Just anything you see with with dream stories, there you can share it and uh, post and just those things just help people know what we're doing.
0: There's a reason why you're supposed to do. That. <laughs> I don't think I did very well, but you anyway, did great. we want to hear from you. Thank you for being a listener, a faithful listener to our podcast, and and uh, keep on dreaming.